And now for the podcast that thinks dumpster fires are pretty engaging content. Not all podcasts wear capes. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy How you guys doing? How you guys good, doing? Good. Doing okay. We we made it through. We survived 2020. And guess yes. what? What? 2021 feels exactly like 2020 so far. Uh, so far. <laughs> uh, there's, no, there's no like, you know, bright morning sh- sunshine kind of moment yet. Um, but uh, and we're lucky again to have Lassie Guapa herself, Ariani, joining us. Welcome, Ariani. Hello. You guys keep bringing me back. I don't know why. You make the podcast. We don't better. know why either. <laughs> Shut up. No clue. No clue. You bring an extra four listeners to the podcast. We're trying to get Yay. our numbers up. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do today is we are going to review all of 2020 in what we are going to loosely call our top 10 of 2020. And as always, there may be 10, there may be more than 10, there may be less than yeah. 10. We're just going to wing knows. it. We're, and we're going to wing it. And we we have some of us have lists, some of us don't, some of us have full lists, some of us don't. Uh, shorter lists, so we're just going to go through. But we also... And we'll, uh, and we'll let you guys decide which... Who who doesn't have a list? <laughs> we'll figure that. You're gonna keep them in suspense like that. We'll keep them in suspense. I think, they'll, I think they'll figure it out pretty quick. Cool. Yep. All right, T. You want to just jump right in? I'll, I'll start with my list since I made one. So in no particular order, okay? No, no and particular then we, order. Sure. Um, but I I'll, have number one and two, but other than that, I don't have like really T. You know, top ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't have the time. I guess it's like you know. Listen, we, we and again, play fast this and is hard. right. This is genre. Uh, again, just like our podcast, this is genre stuff. You know, we're this, we're not gonna. You know, we're not doing any. Disjointed as much as twenty twenty itself has been. <laughs> well, that's our podcast. <laughs> The spirit of 2020. (laughs) That's the show. See you in 2022. uh, uh, Ariani, we're reviewing like movies and TV shows. Yes, I've been here before. Don't don't review the podcast though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're not here to review the podcast. No. I'm here to to, to be a part (laughs) of this journey. Sounds like a review. No. No. <laughs> what do you think about Ariani? What do you think about not all podcasts wear capes? Um, this podcast is a little disjointed. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Well, a- ask her on text, and she'll really bring the fire. No. She's very tame sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here. You, you, well, that's why we bring you on to bring the fires. So you that's can right. bring it. That's right. All right, T, why, I'm going to get started. Does, wait, why do all I right, have to bring right, the fire? Ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> but you're not obligated to. You're not obligated to. No, no, we're, to. Like, we're just messing with you. What stereotypical nonsense is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's disjointed. <laughs> it's disjointed. Look, if it's disjointed, it's, I'm not making it any less disjointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not it's bringing fractured. any cohesion. Fractured the the, the podcast is disjointed, misogynist, and racist. We need to cut this out. Before cut that part out. <laughs> He's been cut off. 
Cut out, all cut, out, tease Mike's cut, out cut out all the disjointed <laughs> stuff, please. Yeah. We're, we're trying to be professional. Yeah, let, let's go with fractured but whole. <laughs> all right. Woo. Anyway. All right. So here we go. Okay. So top 10, uh, you know, Anthony, why don't you take the lead with it? And why don't we go through yours? And then like, because I think, remember last time we did something like that? And yeah. I was like, oh, it was on my and list. If, and if there's overlap, yeah, just come in. So, and I'll say it's high or low on my list. I won't give it a number. So so I kind of cheated on my list this year. And what I did was, came, was come up with a semi-category, right? And then stuff that falls in that category. So, for example, my number 10 is the honorable mention of 2020. So now this is stuff that I think is is pretty good content but not really totally genre. So like, for example, everyone's favorite crazy maniac, Joe Exotic and Tiger King, I think oh, deserves an honorable Lord. mention because oh. <laughs> 2020 owes Joe Exotic a lot because Does that it? was like the first thing. It was the first thing in the pandemic that got people talking. It was just crazy and out there. Obviously not for all the good reasons, but it's it's compelling television, I, I will say. It was something all right. I know a lot of people didn't like it because of the animal abuse, like the blood right. and animal abuse. Well, that's the whole point of it, right? You're not supposed I, that would, to like it I would it be one them. of them. I would be right. one of them. Yeah. But it was just There's more stuff like there. the drama. Yeah. It was more, it, it just <laughs> kept getting crazier and crazier every episode. And then there was murder. And then there was so much happening. Shenanigans. Abuse, uh, psychological and mental abuse oh to all God. the people. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? I'm going to defend the woman with the the with the Carol competing. Baskin? Yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm going to defeat her. Uh, comp- uh, uh, defeat uh, her. her. You're I mean, defeat I'm, her. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Joe knows. Team Joe defend Exotic. Her. Defend her. Thank you. Of course, I'm going to defend her. Her husband was a drug dealer and got lost in a plane, flew planes without a license to South American countries. That guy was no good. She's and then he wound sus, up though. dead. And then all of a sudden, we're supposed to think she killed him. Listen, she's trying to protect those cats. She's good in my book. And I think the documentarian who made the film. It, it, it made some very questionable moral decisions oh my God. there, of and he should be. He should be. He should, he or she. I'm, I'm not familiar with who it is. He should be. Uh, he should be uh, held held into account for what he put out there in the universe. Yeah, because that was trash. And it and, and like I said, dumpster oh, buyers can trash. be. Yeah. no, compelling television entertainment. That's literally what it was. It was meant to be entertainment, but the problem is, as a documentary, as a documentary type thing, to be put out there into the world. People take it at face value because it's a documentary. But I don't know that suffering should be entertainment. I don't know that suffering should be entertainment. And it really, it like I, I enjoyed it when I saw it, and then three days later, it was like you know after you eat McDonald's, it's like oh I feel oh. terrible, you know. And it's like I love McDonald's. that's what I felt, you know. I know, right? Uh, but no, I went but and, like, I, and I you felt know, terrible. If you wait a little it, it hurt me that I enjoyed cold. it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's good. terrible. <laughs> then it's not as good. But, but listen, let, let's yeah. keep going because we could we could yeah, do forty minutes Tiger just King. on this. Fuck everybody involved with that. <laughs> Podcast over. I gotta, no. I gotta bring the fire. We gotta bring the fire. Right? <laughs> there we go. All right. So I got a couple more things in my honorable mention. All right. So mm-hmm. Daybreak. Do you guys see Daybreak? No. No. It was a Netflix show, a zombie show. So this actually technically, um, it came out the end of 2019, but I didn't see it until like the pandemic started. It's it's only one season and it got canceled, but it's really entertaining. Matthew Broderick's in it. It's like a spoof on zombies and all the cliches. 
definitely worth checking out. I don't want to give anything away, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Daybreak, definitely worth checking out. Who else is in it besides Matthew Broderick? He's like the biggest name person you're going to know. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of like young kids. It's like um, it's like high school takeover kind of thing where like the students are surviving in the apocalypse. Gotcha. So is Matthew like, Broderick a, of, a teacher? He doesn't drive a car principal. in it, does he? No, uh, uh, no, he's the principal of the school. I don't know that Matthew Broderick can get any other any other uh, any other roles. Now oh no, he's definitely meant the... to be Ferris Bueller in the future. That's like oh really? That's like the big joke of the of the show. That that's uh, what he's okay. kind of meant to be. But yeah, definitely worth checking out. I know we got no quote unquote new Marvel content this year. Mm-hmm. Technically, right. we did. Agents of Shield actually finished. Uh, it's run this year. So I'm going to give it an honorable mention just because I stuck with it for me, you know, patting myself on the back. I, did, I tried. I didn't love I the, the last two seasons, but, um, you know, overall, it gave you a Marvel fix and it, it was good. The, the, and the, 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 final, same, the final season was a thumbs down. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. <laughs> it was a bo- bottom 10. Yeah, bottom. Right. That's why I said honorable mention. Not really part of the time. At least they got to wrap it up, you know. Right. Uh, they, they, they all gave the it other a proper Marvel shows got like canceled. That. All the Netflix ones right. got canceled. Agent Carter got canceled. Agents of Thank Shield is the, the great only tribunal one. that it got canceled. What Agent Carter? <laughs> no, Agents of Shield. Oh well, I mean, it's the only one that managed to last and I guess finish the story it was meant to tell. I don't know because I haven't seen it. You know what? The production value was good. The effects were good. The story in the last season not that good, but the the prior seasons it's worth checking out. There, there's some good stuff in there with Ghost Rider and, and things like that. Um, you know, yeah, I like I like that version of Ghost Rider. I yeah. liked it was um, it was a Latinx actor who played Ghost Rider. I really liked it. He had a he had a muscle car. No, but he was he was good. He was good. I liked it. I liked the kind of thing. And it, it, I I just Agents of Shield. All in all, it was just bad 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 scripts. Yeah, bad dialogue, bad scripts. But like, it's a TV show. What do you expect? I think per, 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 I, I think if you're paying somebody to write a script, it should be good. I'm sure the people who worked on it did their best. <laughs> I think if it has a more, it does put bad to the Marvel brand if it's not good. The joke should be funny. The, the the action should be good, and it should make sense. And it was just, it was like amateur hours, terrible. It got it got better as it it went along because they cut the episodes in half, so it was like. You were getting 20 episodes, then you were getting 12, and then there was like, I think the last season was only seven or eight, something like that. So they knew that there was too much time to fill. And the problem is, in the beginning, it was too tied to the movies. So they were just spinning their wheels until the events happened in in the movies. I mean, the, the first season, the first season, you have a show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then the Winter Soldier comes out halfway through the season... And then shield is compromised. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what are you going to do? You know, so it felt like a lot of wheel spinning until that actually happened. This is why Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. failed. I'm going to make this quick. Mm. Ike Perlmutter, who was in charge of Marvel, who's who's like who's like the awfulest person on the planet. Um, uh, Like uh, uh, gives money to all the worst politicians. And um He's in charge of the toys. He's in charge of the reason why there's no Black Widow toys out to buy. Um, he's he's crazy, terrible human being. And he wanted to, like, put out just whatever he could at the time and not, like, make that kind of quality Marvel kind of stuff that it was doing. And it was just awful. And he's a terrible human being. And, you, you know, you reap what you sow. He's an awful person. Whenever somebody on, like, Facebook or something mentions Ike Perlmutter, I always put, like... 
thunder, cat screeching, glass shatters. Like, you know, like, so I don't know if 3.0 can make it happen, but when someone mentions Ike Perlmutter ever, just put in like those Scooby Doo. Yeah, like those Scooby Doo noises. And it's just like, did you hear something? <laughs> I, think, I think that should be a thing in the podcast. I always make that happen through you. Okay. All right. So the, I got two more in the honorable mention category. These are going to be quick. Oh my God. They're babe. not new shows. Yeah. They're, uh-huh. well, I told you, I, I took my list seriously. They're not new yeah. shows. Unlike um, me. But they're new to Netflix, right? First one, Community. If you've never saw Community, check it out. It'll fill your office void. That has now since been taken off of Netflix. But Community is, is pretty funny. And then the last one, if this was a new show, it would have been in the running for... Can I jump in? Sure. So I'm going to take one off my list coming here, but it's not community. I had, and this is my only 100% non-genre television show um, that Kate and I just uh, binged over the last three weeks. And I, including it in 2020, because the final season just took place and it was in 2020. And that's uh, Schitt's Creek. That it, and that a reason why I'm bringing it up here uh, is because it fills that office void. And Schitt's Creek is just a really great half hour comedy series. So it, it's just awesome. I'm, I won't get into it. I won't talk to, talk about too much about it from all the old SCTV. Yeah, that, that's on my TV list. Uh, definitely. Schitt's Creek out. is awesome. You just get past the first two episodes. You got to get past the first two episodes because the first episode you're like, I hate these people. You know, but but you 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 you. you, I mean, but that's the point, right? I mean, the first episode reminded me of Arrested Development. Like, pretty much what happened to them is what happened to the Bluth family Uh, on Arrested Development. Like, pretty much exactly. So I'll stick with it. And Catherine, Um, Catherine O'Hara as Moira. It's just it's it's like the most wonderful thing ever. Every time she's on on screen, she's just chewing up the scenery. She's fabulous. She has a new costume every single time. She's great. Um, Eugene Levy is great. They cleaned up this year at the Eugene Levy was great. And you know what? It's his son, Dan Levy, who is the producer. Yeah, Yeah, him and and Dan (sighs) Levy. It was just awesome. It's just really good. It's really good. It's kind yeah, of it's it, on my list. It, it falls I gotta get into that like things. the office kind of yeah. But it doesn't it's have a lot of list, joke like density. That's the thing because I usually like a lot of joke density, but it doesn't. It's a little. It lets kind of jokes just sit there, and it doesn't rush to entertain you, which is also something I like. All right, cool. Definitely gonna check that out. But yeah, so but my last one, like I said, if this would have came out this year, it would have been probably in the top three, but. Um, it was new to Netflix. There's two seasons out. The third one just came out. Cobra Kai. I'm no, I'm loving mm-hmm. Cobra Kai. It's it's great. We're gonna have to do an episode. Yeah, we're gonna on do it an team. episode because it it just it just it just landed right this week, right? Third season. Yeah, uh, New Year's Day was the yeah, first. Yeah, okay, So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I like it. It it's a hot mess, but intentional hot mess, and uh, it's it's really good. It's really good. Eighties nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, I think let's just leave it at that. And keep, right. Do you watch it, Ariadne? I don't. Okay. I, people keep telling me to watch it. You, you I have should to watch, watch it, and then we'll do, I have to we'll watch do a podcast Cobra on it. Kai. Okay, right. I'll be prepared. Okay, so that's the end time. of my honorable mention okay, category. Okay, good, good. You wanna you wanna drop into you? Let me just keep going. Uh, now do your top uh, top ten. Okay, I'll just keep going. So number nine now, Fargo. I really enjoyed this season of Fargo. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw it or not. I don't want to kind of. I I didn't get to it yet. I heard it was. 
I heard it was kind of like all over the place, but when I saw that first trailer, I was just like, this looks awesome. But I didn't get a chance to see it, unfortunately. A lot of people didn't really seem to like it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was better than season three. Um, I don't think it was as good as the first two seasons, but I really enjoyed this season. So I have Fargo on my list, but I'm saying Fargo as an entire entity because I, I binged it with with Kate this uh, this year, and I love it. I love it as a whole. I did not complete this season. I feel like I was – we're like three, four episodes in. It still – it feels like I'm still being set up, but I'm, it, it's not – I mean, I, I love the whole thing. It's great. Um, and actually – the, uh, Fargo isn't necessarily outside of our genre because people in Coen Brothers stuff regularly see um, uh, regularly see uh, flying saucers. So, <laughs> so there's flying saucers. So no spoilers or anything like that. But yeah, Fargo's on my list. I'll cross that off. If you have not seen Fargo and you like the Coen Brothers or you just like good TV, it's it's really great. And Obi Wan Kenobi's in it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right. Ewan McGregor. That's where he met Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And then he cheated on his wife. And now they're a couple. I'm just going to. that That's the gossip portion of the uh, of the podcast. <laughs> Ariani's the Perez Hilton of, uh, of the podcast all of a sudden. Oh, God. Ew. <laughs> no. All right. So number eight on my list is a couple comic books that I think uh, people who listen to this podcast would dig. So uh, number one. My favorite of the year is uh, just the Daredevil run by Chip Zdarsky. Just every pick up a Daredevil and just start reading. It's awesome. Um, I don't want to go into any details on it, but definitely check it out. Um, then I got two. So in the style of Old Man Logan, right? Last year or year before there was Old Man Hawkeye. This year there's Old Man Quill. And it's Peter Quill as an old man, you know, coming to Earth and stuff. Um there's a 12 issue series on it written by Ethan Sachs. That was really good. And then there's a, a five issue mini series called Avengers of the Wasteland. And it's a bunch of characters like their children as the Avengers and stuff like that. So you have like the son of the Hulk, oh, but it's really well done in, in the, the wasteland. So is it yes. like post apocalyptic? It's it's put it's all set in the old man Logan timeline. Uh, OK, OK. So it's like, oh, uh, I don't want to think about how Hulk had a kid. <laughs> but they're really they're really well done it's radioactive bro they're, they're really well done um <laughs> i i really en- enjoy the the those comics they're they're, they're really good all, all four of them really old man logan's good old man hawkeye's good the old man quill i really like there's some really big spoilers in it so if people want to read it i just don't want to go into the details and the avengers of the wasteland I, I really enjoyed and that's like a short issue like i said five issues do you think eventually like 20 years down the line 20 30 years down the line they'll bring Robert Downey Jr. and like all these other like the Avengers we have now, like bring them as like do like their old man comic stories. But they did that with the Wolverine eventually, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, similar to that. I mean, you you probably even though Hugh Jackman is not that old, but he was young when he when he started as twenty years ago. Yeah, right. So if he was, but I mean, like I'm talking about like actual old because Robert Downey Jr. is like what fifty something. He's gonna be almost sixty nearly. Something like that, probably. But yeah, I mean, I guess you, you definitely could do it, or you can do it in an animated form, like they mm-hmm. they're gonna do for the what if stuff that they're gonna they're gonna drop. I'm excited for those. Um, and then my last of, uh, comic, right. 
get, get to now yeah. I was going to go back to Daredevil. Uh, uh, how many of you? Th- I, I I'm making the call here. We're going to see Mr. Cop. Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, Charlie Cox oh, as um, as Daredevil this year, or at least by at the latest in the She-Hulk uh, series, Disney Plus series. That, that's what wasn't I'm he for. campaigning for that to come back? I don't. Yeah, he st- he didn't campaign for it. What happened is that the uh, the rumor is that Kevin Feige loves him as Daredevil. Loves L O V E loves him as Daredevil. I mean that fight scene in season one of Daredevil. Always. In season all of Daredevils. It, the whole yeah, it's the oh it's the coolest thing I think in like almost any like and, it's, it's and it's so filmmaking cool. it's so, right. It's it's the gritty it's the grittiness that DC wants, but they can't yeah. really it, they can't touch that. Like it feels like so much more authentic just in that hallway right. scene. Than anything DC yep. has ever done, and then Vincent D'Onofrio smashing that dude's head with the with the car. Oh my Th- god! That's one of like, the best entrances of a Marvel was villain. Like, I was like literally like closing my eyes and like because I couldn't watch it, and I was just like, "Is am I watching a Marvel show right now where it's just this gruesome and this upsetting?" Yeah, no, Daredevil was top notch. I I think Daredevil is like one of the best things that they've ever yeah. done, including all the movies. I, I loved I loved Vincent D'Onofrio in the white painting, in the first the 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 imagery of the white the all white painting. I love that. Yeah, and he wants to be Kingpin again. No like on Twitter, he talks about oh, like yeah. wanting to do it again. I, I, oh he's, yeah. he's, he's multiverse so cool. means you don't have to recast. Yeah, I mean since since J Jonah and yeah, Jameson, just throw him in. That means you could just put him in and not explain yep. and recast other people. So it's okay. Everything's okay. Right. They do what right. they want now. Yep. Okay. So my last one. It's called The Last Ronin, and it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic, okay? So the first issue came out back in, like, October, I think. The second issue doesn't come out till February. But the basic story, and this, this is why I'm hooked on it, because I, I have to read it now. Three of the turtles are killed, and there's only one turtle left, and you don't know who it is throughout the, throughout the issue. Now, you find out at the end of the issue, so I don't want to ruin it here because that's the big reveal. But yeah, that, that's basically the premise of the story, and I'm just really interested to see where it goes from here. And it's it's written by Eastman and Laird, who oh, really? are the original creators of the Turtles. Yeah, wow. and people so don't know that they, those original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books that came out in the early '80s, the, they were like they were hardcore. They weren't yep. like you know the the cartoon that came out. You know, they were like no, definitely not. They were set straight up as. Assassin, black and black and white, harsh oh, drawing. Black and white, yeah. It was the the the, yep. the illustration style was very stark. But then, like the name is very like it's like right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, like you, you know, it's drawn almost like the only comparison really that you can make is like The Walking Dead, right? Like similar to that, where it's black and white and it's just gruesome and bloody. But like, even even looser, even looser. Like uh, uh, ink inkmanship. It's like very loose inks and more more. I, I would say like a black and white Frank Miller almost. Yeah. Okay. That that's a good comparison. You know? Yeah. It's like the Daredevil yeah. stuff that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think that was like that postmodern irony of like, yeah, we're doing a, co- a superhero comic book and we're going to think of the most ridiculous name, but we're going to blow your mind when you get in, and that's kind of what they were trying to do. You know. <laughs> right. Right, and then they, you know, built an empire off it. But yeah, th- apparently this is a story that they had from like the '80s that they finally just like decided to get get back together and, and write. Right. Um. But yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. All right. So number seven on my list, we did a podcast on this, the three of us. 
one of the only actual films that got released this year that we were really psyched to go see, Birds of Prey. I think uh, yes. that, that deserves to be a top 10. I mean, I don't know if you, I'm going to just leave it at that. We did a podcast on if you guys want to add anything now, feel free. Honestly, thinking back on this year and just unfortunately, we haven't had a lot right. of movies this year. But Birds of Prey is honestly maybe one of my favorite things to come out this year. And in light of the other female fronted DC movie that has been released, it's honestly really, really good. It's really, really good. And I don't think it got a fair chance at all. Yeah. And I think a lot of that was was COVID in the beginning, too. Right. Because it came out right around that time. COVID, and didn't but really also. Have that. Yeah. I mean, I know it's the toxic fanboy hate and all that kind of stuff, too. The toxic fanboy thing that that definitely did not surround Wonder Why? Woman at all. I don't get it. I mean, I don't. Because Gal Gadot's pretty. And not that Margot Robbie isn't pretty. But she didn't she's present pretty, as pretty in the in the like. She didn't I dress think it's like a, they didn't like, like like she didn't. She didn't like she didn't dress how she did in Suicide Squad, and she wasn't interested in being this type of like Barbie doll that clearly Gal Gadot is supposed to be. Like as much as as much as we you know people like her Wonder Woman more or less, she's basically a Barbie doll of it. She's, I think this is. I think this a, is something. Amazon. She's not an Amazon. She's a Glamazon. I, right. And I think we should know? save she's... this for a Wonder Woman uh, episode. But it's almost yeah. as if, like, and and I'm going to say, I think maybe not the comparison to Birds of Prey, but while the fanboy hate for Ms. Marvel, but not for Wonder Woman, and I can only think of it's like it's like Steve Trevor, right? Because Wonder Woman. Like I think maybe part she's of it like, too. Uh, I don't have a boyfriend. That's my her. What the the one of the most powerful the most powerful superheroes on the in the world and like her whole thing is about this guy. What else has she been doing since her whole world resolves? What around has this she guy? been doing since you know World War One? And I, I, Harley Quinn does not care. About being with the guy. She's like, screw it. I dumped my boyfriend. I am going out in the world and doing my own thing. And I am forming a girl squad. And that's, that's like, it's like, what else could you ask there's, for? There's a lot to unpack like original, with Wonder Woman 84. There's a lot to unpack. And yeah. we will unpack it, folks. We will. I want to bring Kate. I, mean, I, I want to bring Kate in for it. But but back to Birds of Prey, right? So I know we kind of joked about this because the original title was Birds of Prey and then they put Harley Quinn and and whatever crazy name that they came up with. The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Do you think maybe that... The Fantabulous Emancipation. Right. Do you think maybe that could have actually been a a problem that people just didn't know? Could have been marketing because after the movie came out, it was it was called it was Birds of Prey and then right, the and fantabulous then emancipation of Harley Quinn. But then after the movie came out because it wasn't making so much money, then they changed it to Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey for marketing purposes. Right. So that way people could understand, oh, this is a Harley Quinn DC movie. So um, I, I so the comment I have for that is that this is made at like a, a corporate board level, these decisions. And they're awful. Mm-hmm. I love long movie titles. Give me a long ass movie title, and I love it. You know, uh, one of my favorite comic books of all time is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And when they made that crap movie from it, um, they were like, "Oh, some somebody in some boardroom was like, oh, this name is too long. Uh, what if can we change it to L X G? You know?" And it's like, "Oh, it's so." <laughs> that was that guy's actual voice too. Huh? 
that yeah. was that guy's that actual, was, that was the, actual that, voice. That's your studio. That's your studio head voice. Now I can't even do it. What is the name of this? What is the name of this character that you've created? Hank Perlmutter. But it's like it's like the worst. And um, yeah, you know what? Birds Birds of Prey is is a good is a good DC film, and it's it's one of the best DCU films. I think. And that's saying something, all or, things considered. You know, um, <laughs> um, you know, I I would have liked to – I guess my only criticism of it was that I would have liked to see them as a team, you know, because I think the film really took off yeah. when all the characters were interacting, that fight, the last 20 minutes and just how they – how irreverent it was but kick-ass it was at the same time and I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. And I really wanted those other those other characters to, to, to get some more – screen time so next on my list i don't you guys probably aren't going to um i guess really know too much about this no no not that you're not gonna agree but i don't i don't know if i don't know about you ariani but i know t's not a big gamer but this is actually a playstation game and i'm going with the last of us part two oh yeah so i haven't okay i haven't played the whole thing yet but i'm far enough in where i can say this is one of the best properties of 2020 for sure and it's going to be a tv show by hbo in 2021 um, so really interested to see what what they do with it. But T, are you familiar with Last of Us at all? I think I saw on YouTube like some cutscenes. Um, did did they have like what was uh, what actors were attached to it? There were some actors, right, doing the voices or doing mocap. I don't think anybody well known. No, yeah, I'm not. Elliot, um, I'm not sure. Elliot Page yeah. wasn't. Is she was. Uh-huh. He was. No, he was no. Not, you're think you're no, thinking but, of a totally uh, but different it's zombies, game, right? That's like from that a few zombies. years it's, ago. It's zombies, but the the main character kind of looks like Elliot Page as Ellen Page okay. from years ago. Like they basically modeled the look after her. Because I mean, the first game I think is over ten years old at this point. So the, the sequel just came out now. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a pr- pretty interesting story, and I'm I'm curious to see what HBO is going to do with it. Yeah, I just don't, sure. you know, like I can't, I won't be able to fit in, like, uh, you know, I don't have a I don't have a console, and I wouldn't be able to fit in 40 hours commitment to finish a game. You know what I mean? I don't know what the the finish yeah, a game and, kind and that, of thing that's is. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm I'm over 20 hours into it, and from what people have told me, I'm like only a third of the way through it. Oh. Um, but I'm that far along where I can definitely say this is one of the best things yeah. out. I've seen clips of the game and it is extraordinarily violent. The, oh, very much so. It's a zombie, like, it's a zombie story, game though, right? But the story Oof. is really good. You know, I mean, it's it's simple. It's surviving in, in you know, post-apocalyptic future where, for lack of a better term, zombies have taken over and it's humanity at its worst. You so, know what I mean? So, that, that's basically the game in a nutshell. I don't mean to be, you know, a stickler, but what new does it bring to that? Because what you just said describes about a, a hundred properties that I could go to the store and buy a DVD See, or a game or something. I mean, why do you why do you watch a hundred zombie I, I, movies, I, even I though mean, you know- I don't remember the last time I saw a zombie movie. I dropped out of Walking Dead. I think I'm a little zombied out. Yeah, it's- it's a little more complicated than just that. And without like basically ruining the entire story, it's kind of hard to almost explain it to you. Yeah. But these are the same people who made the, the uncharted games. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with that. Um, yeah, but that was like one of the biggest games for PlayStation. And then what they, and Tom Holland is going to, yeah. And and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Right. They're going to be in the movie, but Marky Mark, Marky Mark, he's going to be one of the main characters. Yeah. Like his mentor kind of thing. Um, 
But anyway, this was like their first game outside of that. And it was so different from what that game is that people are like, what's going on here? And then if you play it, the story is just really, really good. And then this basically continues the story like 10 years later is basically what it is. Without without giving anything away, that's kind of where, where I the, the best Ariane, I can do to, to explain it to you. You're a gamer? Yeah. Do you what do you do I you am. have a console or what do you 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 do it on PC? I have a PS5 and oh, I have a okay. Switch. Okay, what do you play? We were having this conversation and and uh Anthony's like, "Oh, she's a gamer." I go, "Is she? I don't I didn't know that." So, you tell I I I am I am laughably what they call a gamer because I am not very good. But yesterday, I downloaded a game that everybody has been saying it's the best game of the year, best game of the year. And I got I downloaded Hades. My brother was just saying playing. that about he was saying that that something should be on the top, the top our top twenty. And I w- my friend named it his top game of the year. So many people have named it their top game of the year. I downloaded it yesterday because I was like, "All right, playing it. Yeah. I've seen it's what is it? Would phenomenal. Give me a, the elevator pitch. It's basically like a hack and slash, um, like RPG where you are the son of Hades. You are his name is so Z- it sounds like Zachary's? God of War. And well, yes, but basically your whole thing is that you want to get out of Hades and you want to go live on Mount Olympus with all your other relatives. And Hades is just like, fine, go see if I care. You're just going to get your ass kicked and, you know, get end up back here anyway. And you have to fight through different, you know, rooms, different levels, different all this stuff. And every time you die, you get sent back to the beginning. But when you die, you progress the story. So every time you die, you get more you you get more abilities, you get more weapons, you get you you, you basically have to die if you uh, want to win because you're just going to get stronger and stronger each time you huh. die. That's interesting. And basically, you have you have to win the game by doing it all in one shot. Uh, That's how you win the game. You have to go through all the levels without getting sent back to the beginning. Oh, that's that's interesting. It's so cool. It's so cool. Okay, my son has a and switch. And I'm enjoying I'm myself. I've only been out. playing it for a day, and I'm I'm like that's what I was playing before before I got on here, and it's it's and it's beautiful. The art is beautiful. My nephew is um, a junior in high school, and he's with completely the, into it. Yeah, and you interact with all the NPCs, and everybody says everything different. There's no, I haven't had any repetition of people saying like you know oh. the same things over and over again, and it's just. And you talk to different NPCs, you learn things about the character, about the story, more and more each time. Because you have to go back to the beginning and talk to people. Nice. All right. Going to, going to look that up for sure. All right. So I've heard so nothing but that, good stuff there, there about Hades. There we go. Hades. That's on my I, list. I, I, that is on my list. I'm never going to play it, but I hear great so. things. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to have to check it out. I've never even heard of it. So I'll, I'll take a look for it's sure. It's great. All right, so so next on my list, I know you guys didn't see this, and T, you and I talked about doing a podcast on it, but you know you're slacking in terms of watching stuff, and I got to give you a little grief for it. Um, <laughs> but there's it's a trilogy. There's two parts that came out. One just came out uh, last week, but it's the Transformers. There's a six episode um, set that came out called Siege, and then a second set that just came out called Earthrise. And I'm I'm loving this cartoon. It's dark and it's the Transformers, the original story that you know, kind of retooled. The designs of the robots are awesome. It's not that Michael Bay, Swiss Army Knife crap. This is like an <laughs> ode to the 80s, but the animation style is really good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, really in, I'm really enjoying it. Definitely worth checking out for sure. 
I watched the first episode. I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it. What network is it it's on? It's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. So the first set, like, I think came out in June. The second set just came out last week. And then the third one, I'm assuming, is going to come out probably springtime or, or, or summer. And it's going to wrap the whole thing up. But it's it's really good. I'm really, really enjoying it. And uh, it's it's trippy because Peter Cullen does not do the voice for Optimus Prime. But there's times where the guy doing the voice actually sounds just like him. And other times you're like, is it him or is it not him? Because in the beginning, I wasn't even sure. But um, Is Peter Cullen alive? You know, it's, I believe he's still alive. I mean, the 80s weren't that long ago, T. <laughs> <laughs> Do we look it up? <laughs> I feel like there's a, a T turning fifty joke coming in. <laughs> what? No, no we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. We're not uh, gonna go there. Instead, I'll just I'll just move on to yeah, the next thing still, on the list. How about that? He's still alive. He's seventy nine years old. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Number four on my list. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the HBO Max because without HBO Max, I wouldn't have watched these two shows, which I was definitely in the in the mood to check out. And uh, just they didn't make it easy in terms of the content, but Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn cartoon, two yes, awesome, awesome shows that I really loved. And then, you know what? I'm going to give them credit for having the balls to do what Disney would not and release a major movie like Wonder Woman on the streaming service, even though it's not a great movie. The fact that they did it. What do you mean? Disney released Mulan. You have to pay 40 bucks. It's also not a great movie. They, right. You, you had to pay you for it. They didn't release Black Widow. That's it. But, I, would paid for, um, I, paid, I would have paid 40 bucks for Black Widow. Right. I would have been mad if I had paid to see Wonder Woman. And right, that's man. the movie oh, I got. Yeah. I would have been no mad. Doubt. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like absolutely like no furious. So maybe it's good. Yep. They didn't charge people for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I said this to you guys as a joke. Like, what if they really knew it was bad? And we're like, we're not going to be able to save the cinemas with this film. So let's just release it for free on Christmas. Let's hold you know, off. In case you guys are wondering. Let's hold yeah, off on Wonder, Wonder Woman is bad. We thought it Christmas was bad. Christmas scene at the end felt like it was shot a week before <laughs> it was released. So <laughs> let's, let's put it. It's like yeah, let's Wonder it. Woman is the center let's of save it. gravity. Let's save just it. Keeps, let's it's just save pulling it. us towards let's Wonder Woman. Let's save it. <laughs> Let's save it for the for the episode where we tear so, it wait, apart. Yeah, we're, we're the, gonna, this last we're season. Oh, that's right. This last season of of uh, Doom Patrol was 2020, right? Oh, right. I forgot to put yes. that on my yeah. list. That's on my list. I'm crossing that. I'm putting it on so I can cross <laughs> it off. <laughs> All right. All right. Christ, T. I'm actually doing this. I'm writing it down. Running He's it down to cross it off. Just so I could cross it off. People. Yes, Doom Patrol was awesome. You made a list and you <laughs> failed to check it twice. Yeah, and I yeah, Doom Patrol was good. I, re- I mean, like a B plus, not like an A. I really like. There should be more people of color in it, but uh, there are some. Um, but I, I really like it's like LGBTQ representation in it. I like uh, there's Brendan Fraser <laughs> yeah, representation yeah. in it, which yeah, I'm always awesome. happy I'm to glad see. He's, he's, Did you watch it, Ariani? I don't know if we ever uh, talked about it. I didn't. I didn't. But I've been wanting to. You you definitely should watch. Just it. expect me to say no if you ask me, Ariani. Have you seen it? Just be like, she has okay. it. Okay. All right. We'll assume that it's no. <laughs> no you, Anthony, next time you ask me, has Ariani seen this? And I'll be like. No. Quiet. I saw the Harley Quinn cartoon. Did you see the, the Harley Quinn season. cartoon, yeah. T? And I liked it. The, the, my only I, thing, I the, my only, my only thing about the Harley Quinn cartoon is I really like. Here we go. I really, I really liked it, but because of its shocking and the cursing and all the things, but it kind of like that shock value wore off as the season went on. Then it just kind of like leveled off for me to an all right cartoon. You know what I mean? 
I think because with adult animation, we're not used to these types of shows being right, adult right. animation. We're used to like, you know, South Park or Bob's Burgers or things like that being what's adult animation. But then like you see like a comic book thing and it's just kind of like a little strange. Yeah. But it worked, I think, yeah. with Harley Quinn I, I know, as a cartoon. I, I get what he's saying, because in the beginning, I remember, I think I, I watched the, the first episode. I'm like, you guys got to oh, watch this. This is wild. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah. yeah, it's wild. And they really they, went in right. at the beginning. They said, this is not your mama's yep. uh, DC. You're not they your mama's right away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, speaking of that, they just put a bunch of... Um, uh, they put Batman the Animated Series on HBO Max. They also put Batman Beyond on HBO Max. Okay. It's, so, mention, it's just um, been mentioned, I'm, but can we all just take a moment to recollect how awesome Batman the Animated Series was? What a great animated uh, television show. I It was just brilliant. Uh, and, and the handling of the characters and, and just... That that uh, missed. Why isn't Paul Dini writing the uh, DCEU movies? Like he seems to have an understanding of these characters way better than Jeff Johns or whoever else is is doing this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll save it for Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> oh, Paul Dini and I have the same birthday. Oh, oh, oh there you go. Oh, how nice. Yeah. He's a little older than I am, though. A little. Um, <laughs> I'm probably older than him. Yeah. No, he's probably older. He was born in 57. Oh, no. No, you're younger. So I screwed up my numbering. So this is going to be 3 and 3A Mm -hmm. because when I renumbered things, I forgot to put Fargo on my list when I accidentally crossed it Mm -hmm. out. Wasn't that an honorable mention? Yeah, but when I had it. did you include it? No, I include that as number nine. So we're going to, you know, (laughs) honor system, whatever, whatever. You don't pull at the threads of our tapestry because it'll all come falling apart. Okay. That, that's right. right. Just just roll with it, okay? So I'm rolling. So number three, T, I know you don't watch this, and I've been telling you you got to watch it. Ariani, I don't know if you watch it. I'm going to say no, but we'll find out in a second. Uh, season two of Umbrella Academy. I haven't seen even season you one. You guys are terrible. Umbrella Academy. Two new look co-hosts. right here. You see my list. It's top needing to see, and Umbrella Academy is right there. You can see it. Umbrella Academy. It's right there. Yep, T's holding it All up. Right. It's it's there. That's that's on yeah, my. We're, we're seeing it on I camera. I didn't get around to seeing that. I need to watch. All right, I cross that no, out. Umbrella Academy is is great. It it really is. If um it came the first season came out the same time as Doom Patrol, and Doom yeah. Patrol was so over the top, it like basically got all the the publicity, and Umbrella Academy is kind of pushed to the side. But I I actually think Umbrella Academy is better than Doom Patrol. It's very, it's very good. You guys, you guys definitely gotta gotta yeah, check it out, especially for this podcast. I watched like um, the first ten minutes know, of the first episode. There were some Russians in a pool. That's all I remember. Yeah, but yeah, that's basically how it starts. But um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's great. It's great. So I'll just leave it there. Okay, so then that makes three A. Now this is totally not genre, but this was such good television, and you know how it ends, even if you didn't watch it. But you definitely have to check it out. The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, yes. It was just... It is very good. It, it came... It is very compelling. It, it came out at the time where there were no sports going on at all because of the pandemic. And this was like must-see Super Bowl event-level TV every Sunday night as it was coming out. It was very good. I watched it on Netflix because it's out on Netflix now. And I'm not a basketball person. I am not a sports ball 
person, but pretty much the first maybe famous person I ever knew was Michael Jordan. Everybody knew Michael Jordan. Anybody who's anybody knows who he is. And, and, uh, and Scottie Pippen too. So, uh, that documentary is actually really, really good. Really well done. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. And you know what? I'm not going to see it. You know why? Because I was a Knicks fan back in the day. John Starks. I loved it when John Starks dunked on that dude. Bump Michael Jordan, man. John (laughs) Starks. Mason, your face. Patrick Ewing. Come on. What? Get out of here, Michael Jordan. The Bulls, whatever. Bullshit. Get out of here. Are you still still a Knicks fan? Uh, I mean, I I, I don't watch sports ball, but like... (laughs) You know what I mean? But back in the day, my brother was into it. I was in there. And I love John Starks. John Starks went from bagging groceries to the thing. And it was all, it was all, uh, what's his name? What was his, what's his name? Who's, he, he stabbed his wife. Bronco. Ford Bronco. O.J. Simpson. 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 It was O.J. Simpson that lost the Knicks, the, the finals. Because it was like, we're watching, I'm there in like yep. Penn Station. I'm watching the finals. And I'm like, oh my what? gosh, the Knicks. And then then there was a Ford Bronco. And then there was all of a sudden the Knicks lost the game. And I'm like, what the hell's uh-huh. happening? I listened to that on a podcast that people were watching basketball. I was watching the Knicks that at was Penn happening. Station. <laughs> I was like, what? And John Starks, oh went, John Starks went from being bagging groceries Wait. to being at... John Starks, wait, Anthony Mason. The podcast has gone off the rails Patrick now. Patrick Ewing with the O.J. Simpson. Wait, see, do you know why he was riding around? <laughs> Apparently, the rumor is uh, he stabbed his wife. He was listening to, well, that, <laughs> but he was listening to the Knicks game on the radio <laughs> and didn't pull over until the game ended. That's the rumor. That's why. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. That, a, yeah. that's I the think rumor. he had more important things going on. <laughs> in the Knicks game. Anyway, I was going to say, T, if you're still a Knicks fan, I am so sorry. <laughs> but um, but the last thing, T, this is how good it was. We were watching Westworld weekly and this was coming on at the same time as Westworld. I was watching this over Westworld. That's how that's how good this was compared to... I mean, that doesn't say much about the last season of Westworld because it didn't even make our top ten list, but this was just... This was great television. This, this was just great television. Um, and it's on Netflix now. Okay. Number two. Number two. Mm. My my mm. friend Ariani, she's never seen a Star War. But <laughs> number two. Yes, I have. <laughs> but she's only seen half of the Star War that I'm gonna bring up. Mandalorian season two, obviously, we loved it. It was great. Um, just as good as The Mandalorian, the last four episodes of Clone Wars that came out this year. I'm not going to say the whole season, but those last four episodes are fantastic. Oh, so you're saying Mando or you're saying the end of Clone Wars? I'm saying t- together. together. Okay, yeah. I'm oh, including oh, oh, Star Wars. Star, uh, the, Star, the Star War. Parenthesis. Star as, War as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mando season two and the last four episodes of Clone Wars. That's that's my number two of the year. Mandalorian is my number one. I don't need to say I anything about it, it. If you listen to this podcast, you understand you're, you're looking we at know, me right now. I got know, my Mando yes. helmet behind me. I don't have to say anything. Mando was my number one pick. He's a Fandalorian for sure. A Fandalorian. So obviously, if Mando <laughs> was number two in Star Wars, number one, my favorite show on TV right now, The Boys. That's t- top of the line. I I just I'm in love with that show. It's it's so great. Um, everything about it is awesome. Uh, we podcast and gushed about it, T and I. So 
I'm not even going to say anything the else about it. I'm excited for the two. next season. It was just switched. We had the same one and two just switched. I figured that's exactly what it was going to be. I'm excited for season three. I just picked up the first issue of the comic, so I'm, I'm excited to read that. Um, you know, it was actually a Christmas present. So let's go. The boys, season three, and my list is done. No, his list is done. Ariani, do you want to? <laughs> do you have? Do you have any kind of list or anything you want to add, or do you just want to respond to? I want to add. Just want want to make sure of something first before I say anything, because I want to make sure I have my dates right. Um, no, my dates this are wrong. Uh, see, oh, I just no, say, I think it. It, I saw it in twenty twenty is going to be good for here. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> well. What came out in 2020 that we haven't talked about and just got left off this list, and I think for a somewhat good reason was um, Lovecraft. It's on my top Country. ten. It's on my that top thing. ten. I'm, cro- I'm crossing it, it off the list. Okay. Crossing it off the list. Lovecraft Country. Okay. Well, because I mean, it it came and sort of went. It didn't really have a lasting impact like I thought it would. Um, unlike Watchmen. Or Watchmen, I'm still thinking Did about that show. Did we expect too that show much has stayed with of me. Lovecraft Country because of Watchmen? Maybe. 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 Possibly. But also, from my understanding, from people that I know that have read the book, the book is not that great. Or at least it's 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 fine. Yeah. You know, the book, the book is kind of fine and kind of hard to get through. Obviously, Watchmen doesn't have that problem for, I think, most people. But obviously, the Watchmen show on HBO was a continuation of that. It wasn't based on the comic. It was itself. Right, right, right. It was based on it, was, it but expanding. It was based on the comic, but it wasn't. It wasn't a right, adaptation right, right. of the comic itself. Right. It was a continuation. Lovecraft Country was a adaptation of the book, and the book is is, from my understanding, fine. I think if they had leaned more into like the pulpiness, like the pulp aspects in the show. It might have. I think the exact been, opposite. It might have stayed with people more. I think. Oh, you think the most you powerful think, oh. moments for me in Lovecraft Country, what I liked the most, were the moments where, like, he's waiting for the bus. Uh, the bus broke. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. The bus broke down, and then the pickup truck came, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible." And, and you know, being half white, half Latino, you know what I mean? Who you know, I, I've never experienced the kind of. I mean, I've experienced bias and racism, but you know, to, to not something like that, not to that not extent. To that extent. You know, and I don't yeah. imagine that I understand. Um, but for that moment, I was like put in his shoes, and I and I and I viscerally felt that. More than anything where people are walking through fire or doing all this other crazy stuff. And and I think that uh, Lovecraft, the 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 author, is so influential in so many genres right now. It's not just one genre. It's influenced so many genres. It's not just weird fiction. And he needs to be called out for that racism. But I feel like it was only a throwaway line in the beginning. There were so many really great parts. I think one of my favorite... Um, and I'm sorry, I don't have the IMDb in front of me, but uh, the sister character who was switching bodies, um, that storyline I really liked. And there were so many great moments, I, but it felt like sometimes it just went over the top that like it, it got like it got a little silly. And then there's good stuff in it and good and good stuff throughout. But overall, it just it didn't stick the landing to me. Like it didn't keep people's attention. I think it didn't. And it, and it got I mean, it got weird. Obviously, it's going to get weird because it's Lovecraft, but I think it got weird to a way where people didn't know what was going on or where it was all right heading towards. There's weird. I mean, and there's weird um, serious. There's weird silly. Sometimes it got re- just weird silly, and I think that undercut some of the some of the more sociological points it was making. 
Yeah. And and to me, the first episode was awesome. Like I thought the first episode was great. It was the best episode of the series. And the problem is nothing after it that. It didn't keep that energy. Right, like there was an Indiana Jones episode. I didn't need to see that. Right. And I mean, even thinking back now, like, yeah, there's there's not much after the first episode that I can say that I really, really loved. I mean, there was good stuff in it, like I said, throughout. But overall, it just it didn't keep up with the momentum of the first episode, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that show kind of came and went. Although um, Jonathan Majors is the is the best thing, I think, about this year. He's the That's big the discovery. Lead, right? For 2020. King the Conqueror. Yes, he's going to be King the Conqueror. But he was also in The Five Bloods, which was Spike Lee's last movie that came out. That's on Netflix and has um, the second to last performance that Chadwick Boseman gave. Is it good? In that movie. Um, it's great. It's 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 fantastic. Um, and he's really good at it. That was when I first saw him. I didn't see him. Um, until I saw Defy Bloods. And then when Lovecraft Country came out, I was like, oh, hey, it's the guy from Defy Bloods. I just watched that. And now he's getting, now he's going to be in a Marvel movie. So it's just like, you know, that's, he he he, he collected a check. <laughs> he got a check right there. He got a Spike Lee check. He got an HBO check. He got a Marvel check. Like he's Mark set. Hamill signing he's away set. his likeness to, to, for Luke Skywalker in perpetuity. Get paid, get paid. <laughs> either way um jonathan majors is a very great discovery um and and journey smollett too she was, um, really she good, was in yeah. birds of prey yeah. she was in birds well, of she's play. not right, she's right. not a new actress she was in birds of prey and also she was in lovecraft country so uh, i think what lovecraft country had working for it the most was the cast yeah. that cast yeah. was great. oh yeah michael k williams that cast and, was super and, great know. yes yep. yes 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 omar coming Omar, Omar coming. You know that's uh, that's uh, uh, the, the wire. The wire. The wire. wire. I started the first episode of the, the wire, wire this week. That's a Hamsterdam. That's right. Very good. Hamsterdam. All right. Uh, uh, All right. T, go ahead. Keep keep going. Oh, Ariana, keep going. Newark. Keep going. What else but, you got? Sh- hold on. Shout out to the Michael B. Jordan and uh, the the other kid from from the wire. Our Thai graduates coming from Newark. Right. Right. Um, I gotta look up the other kid. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look up B. the Jordan. other kid now. Hold the on, other now kid I, who did not end up as famous as bad. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> All right, okay, you, you keep you keep going. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, See what I, else I'm, do you have I'm on your list? I'm just waiting for you. If you're done with yours, uh, I can move on. You can always jump in if you think of something, though. This is. I guess as far as games, I mean, if we're yeah, gonna yeah. talk other things like games, uh, I mean, Hades was is one of them. Absolutely, if anybody wants to has a Switch and and needs a new fun game to play, get Hades. But also the Miles Morales. Um, JD Williams, shout out JD Spider-Man Williams. game. JD Williams. <laughs> the um, Miles Morales PS5 game is stunning. It I mean, is I heard so that. fun yeah. and so cool. And it's just, it's, it's, it's good to see in so many little details, so many little details. They really emphasize his Puerto Ricanness. There's Puerto Rican flags everywhere. Um, his house has little, you know, cookie decorations, little things um, like that, that really show he speaks Spanish in the game. Um, he speaks sign language in the game. There's a mission where he talks to a girl in sign language, and it's really great. It's nice to see that inclusion. But he's de- it's it's nice to see that they do a game where he's a definitely a neighborhood Spider-Man. Like he has to save the Bronx, 
nice. in the game. And and that's pretty much what he is. He's people keep calling him the other Spider-Man, though, because he's not as well known as Peter Parker in the game. But then in they're the just game, like, is... who's in, oh, okay. in the game, in the game, they're just like, oh, other Spider-Man. What are you doing here? Like, where's the other? So where's pe- the, pe- people the original are guy? Him. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I heard it was kind I heard of it was great. Yeah. It's on my list to, to definitely get get to. But it's I got it. I promised so myself I got to beat The Last of Us first. And that would be my reward to uh, to go pick that up. Oh, I did, but Miles oh, Morales <laughs> is just such a compelling character. It's such a great yeah, addition great. to Marvel and, and Spider-Man lore, you know, and I can't wait to see him uh, in live action in the MCU. Mm-hmm. He's coming for sure. Yeah, he's coming for sure. It's, they're going to, I think they're going to try to hold off because they want to hold off so that, you know, down the road when they need to introduce something later, they can, you know, right. make, he, allow, he allow, for- um, Allow the, the current, to take over for the, Peter allow Parker, the, or, or the current Spider-Man to be a little bit older, so the mentor kind of role will work better. You know. I hope they cast um, what's this kid's name? There's a five-year-old that's um, alive right now that'll play him in five years. I mean, a, a, like no, a ten-year-old no, no. that'll play. There's him. somebody now that can play him. What I'm saying is he's going to be too old when they get to him. I'm saying I hope they cast Jarrell Jerome. Who's that for? For Miles Morales, he's a uh. Afro Latino actor, he's Dominican actor. Wait, he was in um When They See Us. Yes. He was he was he was uh he he's the one that played C- Corey Clark, I think, in When They See Us. Um he's great. He's only like twenty two. Twenty three yeah, twenty three, yep. I'm looking him up now. Oh, he was in Moonlight. Yeah, he was in Moonlight. Yes. Yes. He he's he's fantastic. Great, great actor. So if they if they get a move on <laughs> And and I mean, because Tom Holland is how old? He's probably the same age. Right. That's why I'm saying that. That's right. That's why I'm that's saying, that, saying that, that right now there's, be like there's a nine year old going to play him in five. He'll play him in five years. Right. I suppose. You know, cause, yeah. Because I, I think they want that that age difference. They want to have like a really right. young kid. Let, let Tom Holland have his him. thing and then. In a little while, they'll they'll jump them in. Okay, let me start getting on my list here. All right, so yeah, let yeah, me take. Um, oh, I have another non-genre, and this is something I didn't finish, but I loved it all the way up. It's just like you know, holiday times and stuff, and you know, changing diapers and everything like that. But a uh, Queen's Gambit was really good. I really liked it. Oh, it's it's like it's like the Rocky story, but like um, but with chess. chess. So I really liked it. Um, uh, so I'm going to cross that off. It's really good. Um, the actress who is also plays magic, Eleandra Rasputin in the new mutants. Uh, she's in it. She's brilliant. I really loved her from that movie a few years back, uh, which with the two V's. So it's like Vich. That yes. One, yeah. That's Anna right? Taylor. Joy. I, I think that's her name. Which yeah. her in that. That was great. That was a cool and you know movie. what I loved about that movie? I know we're not talking about it, but what I loved about that movie is it was all set <laughs> around this house. You just needed a shed and a goat and Black Peter, Black Peter, Black Peter, <laughs> Black Peter. Black Peter. Um, <laughs> I want to shake the hand of the script, uh, the, the script writer for that. That was if if people who are writing scripts out there set your script in one house or one room or one anything, just do that and make it about character. And that's that's what it was. What a great movie. 
and it, she's really, really great. I know um, uh, New Mutants didn't make it on any of our lists. I have yet to see it. I, I'm going to. to we're going to definitely cover it in the podcast because there's a lot to unpack there, um, even uh, in just in terms I've, of – I've seen it. Uh, we, we can talk about and it. it. And it didn't make your list. So um, – No. But I think we have you to – I though, think we I have to talk about it. about it. I think we have to – I think we have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I, we we need to do an X-Men episode. Right. So I – you know, for the podcast, we want to put on stuff that we like. We don't want to be, oh, we're going to tear stuff apart. Look how great we are. We know how to criticize something. Um, all right. So Queen's Gambit, really great. Watch it. It's really, really good. Um, uh, I'm going to do my two uh, Star Trek things because no one else has, uh, you know, um, no one else has their CBS account. I'm not telling you how I get mine. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll put the two of them together. Even though it wasn't my favorite, I mean, if you're a Star Trek person, it's your Star Trek completist, and it's one of the greatest characters in sci-fi history is Jean-Luc Picard. He he had another, you know, I have, that's a lot to unpack for me because I came away going what, um, but it's just to see Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard again. You know, it's like you know seeing Luke, Luke Skywalker CGI. You wanted to see it, but then you were like, um, it's a little too CGI. Um, uh, so. That that's great, and then there's this um, Star Trek cartoon, and I was like, "Why are they doing a Star Trek cartoon?" I was like, "Oh," so I turned on one episode. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't want," and then it got me, and it's a little like Rick and Morty, not as out there, not as chaotic, not as um, not mean spirited, because I think Rick and Morty more uh, Rick and Morty is mean spirited, and I don't like it. I feel bad after watching it. Um, <laughs> No, I do. I think it's mean spirited. I, I, I guess I'm a dad I now. I don't point, know. Maybe that, that's I'm, the point of it. I'm, yeah, I'm a dad now. They're they're bad guys. Rick and Morty oh, are yeah. bad people. Yeah, they know. That's the thing. They know the people who watch the show don't understand. They're it. bad people. <laughs> they're but it's, bad it's, people. Uh, anyway, but so so this Star it's Trek Lower text. Decks is there's a little bit of Rick and Morty there in the animation style. And kind of like the – there's a little bit of chaos, but Star Trek Lower Decks is a love letter to people who have been watching Star Trek for um, – since the 1960s. Um, and there's so much there. There's so many you know references and so much stuff to just go in there and really – if you like stop a frame stopping, you go and do this. And and it does it, – it makes fun without making fun of Star Trek and – it's it's really really good. I love it. Like you know, there's that thing in um, the Star Trek that uh, the Star Trek the one Star Trek that Spade watched, which was Star Trek uh, the motion picture. Why do you start with that? Um, <laughs> they made fun of that. They made complete fun of that. I figured uh, Star Trek one. You know how you, you know how Star it took Trek them one? like ten minutes to take the shuttle from Earth to the ship and they were just the camera was just like making love to the enterprise like swooping across and stuff like that they did that and all the people in the the shuttlecraft were like crying going it's so beautiful you know, it was it was really funny um but anyway picard star trek lower decks there's a lot of star trek going on if you're a star trek fan um um it's really great discovery is a good show the first season was the best the second season was good I like how they, you know, the premise for the third season, the premise for the third season. I don't know that they're fully realizing the opportunity that they had. I'm kind of like a little bit afraid. But anyway, Star Trek on CBS, all of them put together. 
um, Tales from the Loop. I have this on my That's top. A good one. I have this on my top ten, and this would be like four or five. I have not finished it because I really want to watch it with my wife Kate, and she likes it. I love it. I think it's one of the best sci-fi things to come out just because of its 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 languid atmospheric quality. I just really like. I mean, we did a podcast on it, T. Yeah, People, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, talked, episode, we talked about you know. it. We talked about it. Um, but, I just haven't finished yeah, it. We, we definitely we definitely got to go back and watch the, yeah, the and, last and, four because I haven't watched them either. Yeah. I only watched what we covered for the pod. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. Yeah, it's very, really good. Really and, good. And because it was released, and I'm moving on because we talked about, you know, Tales from Loop, but we will again. If you need to go and watch What We Do in the Shadows, the second, the second. Yes. Um, the second yes. uh, season I came out in 2020. That show so much. I love that show. If you like Taika Waititi, oh if you like Flight of the Concords, if you like Jermaine Clement, if you like that, those guys, what they're doing, all that, it is such a funny, great show. Elevator pitch. Imagine. Middle-aged vampires, and I know like middle-aged, whatever, but the actors who are playing them, middle-aged <laughs> actors playing, well, uh, uh, vampires in a real world, they have to live together in a house scenario. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like the. I mean, right. it's a mockumentary right. style right. thing. The movie. The movie it's based on is a mockumentary. The, the movie's great. The show just. So I've I've seen the, the movie great. and I've seen the first two episodes of the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It's it's really good. Honestly, the show builds on that concept where it's a mockumentary about vampires, and the vampires live on Long Island. Um, Long Island or Staten and, Island? <laughs> is it Staten uh, Island? I, I think don't it might know. be Staten Island. It might. It might be Staten Island, one of the islands that nobody likes. Anyway, <laughs> that's not Manhattan. Um, <laughs> Shout out so, to all yeah. my Staten Island. Either way, beach. the show. Right. Yeah. Tag forever. <laughs> the show, the show is hysterical, very funny. There's some really good cameos, especially in season one. There's an episode that is. It just one big cameo. Just an entire and it was like, oh my cameos. gosh! One big cameo after another. And it's it's genuinely so. If you're a fun vampire and movie fan, it's just like crazy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yes. I don't know why and, I never and, went back to it. Like it's not for lack of not wanting to watch it. I still laugh at the funniest joke like that I think about where they're like <laughs> they're having their meeting in the living room, and they're like thinking about the plan of what they want to do to take over Staten Island or take over you know America and their their familiar is a human and and they're just like we have to kill the king he's like America doesn't have a king he's like oh it's even easier then (laughs) like just still that cracks me up my favorite joke is when much like I still um, think it's so funny uh, uh, Nadja is they're walking in the sewers and she's like la 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 and then she's like shh I'm echolocating I'm echolocating Okay, first of all, that show would not be the same without uh, the character of Nadja played by Natasia Dimitriou. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. She is the greatest, funniest thing. And she's in another show called Staff Let's Flats. I'm going to repeat, Staff Let's Flats. It's about, it's in London. It's set in London. It's her and her real life brother are 
play brother and sister in this show. They work for their father. In the in the show, they work for their father, who uh, who is a real estate agent for renters in that you know the crazy London real estate market. You know for you know because it's you think it's hard to get an apartment in New York City in Manhattan. It's it's worse in London. Um and uh and. It is the funniest thing. Staff Let's Flat. There's only like eight episodes a season. You, no joke, could binge watch it one Sunday because it goes so quick. Staff, she's in that. She's brilliant in that. That's a show. Staff Let's Flats. And what we do in the shadow, she is the best thing. She is the best thing in in, in um in what we do. Laszlo is my favorite character in the show. The one who plays yeah, her yeah. husband. Lazo. He's my favorite. He makes me He's laugh more than the, anybody. What was his uh, What was his uh, pseudonym when he he left for the one episode? Oh, like Johnny it was, Tennessee um, or something I'll, like that. I'll, it was so <laughs> funny. Hang on, I gotta find the name. And they do like an eighties movie funny. where he it was a um, fundraiser for the, the. But then everybody yes. dies at the end anyway. And he's the clueless to it. Oh gosh, I Johnny can't, Nevada. Oh my gosh, I can't find like, the name. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh my gosh! Oh no, the one episode that kills me is where. Oh my gosh, I don't want to spoil it for people. Right, don't, it's so don't there's no spoilers because it. it's all in execution. If you are a good show, that's true. And your thing, it doesn't matter. You know, you could still watch Empire Strikes Back. Everybody knows Darth Vader's Luke's dad, but you still just a great movie. You know what I mean? I just love the the episode where Laszlo hears "Come on, Eileen." on somebody's car radio and he's so mad because he's like i wrote that song like 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 four or five hundred years ago he's so mad at detsy midnight's runners for singing come on eileen because they stole the song from him okay so that's what what i i'm glad we're we're like i'm on there on uh what we do in the shadows because that's just a great great show if you like the office if you like irreverent comedy with this is packed with jokes it's it's vamp like uh, real world, but with vampires, like real world, the MTV show, but with vampires. All right. Things that I meant to watch. This is I only have a few things here left. Things that I meant to watch that I didn't get around to it. One, uh, uh, Doctor Who. Um, it is now a woman doctor. I saw the first season of her. She was great. Um, Jodie Whittaker's the doctor. She does a really, really good job. Um, uh, and I want to support that. And I didn't get around to seeing, uh, Dr. Who, um, second season. Um, so, uh, that's something I want to go see in terms of movies. Cause right. It's, you know, 2020 in movies, right. But tenant, I didn't see tenant. I want to see tenant. I, you know, yeah, I like time travel and I think Christopher Nolan, um, while he's not a perfect film director, I think he, he makes, uh, and there, you know, there's always issues. But I think he makes really compelling cinema um, and he's actual, you know, he's worried about the cinematic quality of it. Season three, Young Justice on, on WB. I mean, what, not WB, HBO Max. Well, HBO Max, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I keep on thinking Warner Brothers in my head. Um, um, if you haven't seen, I, I tried to watch the the tight Teen Titans live actions, not Teen Titans, it's Titans. Um, but I loved Young Justice when it came out. I think they did the best Shazam ever. I think they did the best storyline for Green Arrow ever with Green Arrow um, and Speedy. And then there was a Speedy clone. It was really, really good about like how – because they had the Arrow on 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 whatever – WB, I guess it is. It What is it? CW. 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 It's not WB I'm an anymore. Old I go to the Walmart. Um, so uh, I don't. Go, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. 
go to Walmart. It's just when I say stuff, I go the Walgreens, the Walmart, and pe- people the make Walmart. fun like I'm an old guy. Right? Um, so uh, the, the Twitter, the Twitter, going to post on the Twitter, the later. interwebs. Um, so, but I didn't see season three, which just came out. Watch Young Justice. Make sure you get into season two. They did the best version of Justice League I think I've ever seen. Because they're all, you know, they're sidekicks. And when they go to- You told me one night to watch it. There's one moment where it's just, they're they're on the the, the Justice League satellite watchtower and all the Justice League is there and they're just sitting around a table talking. It was the best. They were like, oh, we need to buff up our ranks. We need more things because there's interstellar things coming and, you know, we got to get, it goes, and they went to the Green Lanterns, John, Hal Jordan and and John Stewart. And they go, we, how about that other, there's another Green Lantern from earth, right? A guy Gardner, can we bring him in? They're like, no, 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 no. He can't come in. It was really good. Um, So season three, Young Justice, something I want to see. I have not seen. If you like DC heroes, if you like Justice League, if you like Teen Titans, I think this is some of the best. Check it out. I saw the first two episodes, T, on your recommendation. I, it was good. It was good. I, I got to keep going, though. I think it really takes off second season. I think it really takes off second season. Because they allow the characters to get older. They age the okay. characters between season one and season two. All right. So the, the last thing on my list, which is what I want to see, what I have meant to see, I have only watched the first season of this show and the only half of the last episode. And I saw the first 15 minutes of the second season. And now it's like on season five, but it's called the expanse. Everything I've heard about this. Hmm. It's awesome. I liked the first season. Um, it's, it's what you call hard sci-fi. And I don't know. I think they might've broke those rules later on, but I don't want to get into it cause I haven't seen it, but it's like, there's no warp drive. There's no faster than light travel. It's just the future in our solar system and economics and and like, you know, miners in, in the asteroid belt who are going or doing, you know, uh, who are rioting. And it's just like like religious groups are making, you know, generational ships to try to go to other things. It's like it's really, really weird. It's re- supposed to be really, really good. Um, I really enjoy the first season and I hear it gets better and better and better. So that's the expanse. You know, it's like, you know, science fiction that's grounded in actual, tries to be grounded in actual science because uh, you can never be 100% grounded in actual science when you're writing fiction, I, I believe. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. But um, but so the expanse and I and I've just, everybody's saying, telling me I would love it. What I've seen of it, I really dig. And that's something I wanted to watch for 2020. Cool. I All guess right. that's... Uh, that's that's a that's lot. List. Right? That's a that's a list. Twenty twenty was a terrible year, but there was a lot of good content I ha- I have, to be had. I have a brand oh. new boy oh, that oh. came in twenty twenty. I have you this have brilliant bra- shining little little sparkling gem in the middle of this dumpster fire, you know, and it's just uh you know what I, I mean I know I live a privileged life. And you know I'm not affected uh, uh, by by everything that's going on as 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 much as some, but um, but uh, you know you know it's the best times is the worst of times, right? Yeah. Hey, I mentioned the last Ronin. You have something. the first Ronin, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting because I have, have something. Go ahead, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> All right, this movie came out in 2017, but I watched it this year. Go for it. And 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 it literally blew my mind. Okay, it is a sequel. I did not see the first one. 
All right, it is a sequel that was released direct to video. And I watched it one day with a bunch of friends and it literally blew my mind. It's called Beyond Skyline. <laughs> and <laughs> it stars um Frank Grillo who played Crossbones. Uh, Crossbones. Oh, okay. Crossbones, yeah. Crossbones in uh in Winter Soldier. It is the most insane movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it is so it is it has no business being that good. It has no business being that good and that enjoyable what, and that I, I, fun. Skyline. What's the premise of the original? I don't. I don't even know what it's the like original movie is about. It's it's I, aliens. I, I, it's aliens. It's aliens. Yeah, it's alien yeah. invasion. It's aliens. I, I saw the original. It it's an was alien terrible. invasion. Yeah. Is it that the one where it they were like in out okay. Los Angeles and they're like running around on the street and they're attacking from the shore? I don't know because I didn't see it. I only saw the second one, and the second one is just like a huge improvement. Over this, the over this, the original, because I just hopped into it. I didn't even know it was a sequel. And then my friend told me he was like, "Okay, they, you don't even have to watch it. Like they will just tell you like halfway through the movie what the deal is." And it's like, "Okay," and then they catch you up. But the movie was made for like maybe fifteen, twenty million dollars. You see every penny of that on that screen. It it looks so cool. Like it looks really cool. Justice League was made for like maybe twenty times that and looks like garbage hot garbage and then this movie just looks super cool and super fun and i'm just like what is happening skyline 2 beyond skyline and there and the third one came out like two weeks ago and i still haven't seen it and i hear it's also really good i think um i don't know i actually don't remember i think he actually uh, i don't want to spoil but um (laughs) um in any case beyond skyline I think I don't remember, but the movie is okay. really cool. Movie is really cool. The third one came it's, out. What's it's called on Netflix? Beyond. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's also called. I think it's called Skylines, and then the E is stylized like a three, which is stupid. But it's the same director as the second movie, and people apparently also really liked it. Okay. Because it's just one of the, like those weird genre movies where they just literally they're like it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and it sticks, you know. <laughs> no, there's some weird Netflix um, stuff that I see that has uh, 67 percent like on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that's 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 not bad. I right? really enjoyed myself watching this movie. I genuinely had one of the best times in quarantine watching this movie with my friends because we all just pretty much lost our minds. At every scene going, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I can't believe this movie looks as good as it does. And even if, like, the plot isn't necessarily great or the characters aren't necessarily great. And there's also some unfortunate um, things where, like, they keep killing all the people of color. Like, the people of color in this movie pretty much all die. And I was just like, this this sucks. But besides that, I still really enjoyed myself. I had I had no better time watching Beyond Skyline than I did Wonder Woman, by far. <laughs> Let's save that for another podcast. Yeah. By a by a country mile, we'll save that for we the gotta, Wonder gotta, Woman podcast. Listen, we got to do Wonder Woman next because we can't we can't we teased it too much. We can't, we can't not because uh, we got to get it out before the how did this get made? People get it out because they're like they're chomping they, <laughs> and they have they, a way bigger audience. It's just a little bit, just a little bigger, um, a little bit, a tiny bit. Uh, <laughs> But it's just they're chomping at the bit to do it. It's just, you know, and um, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, how did this Jason game Manzoukas? Jason Manzoukas is or, like, or he's like, he was like, I yeah, you sent that. You sent that to me. He was like, he was like, the decisions that they made. 
but I guess that's 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 2020, ladies and gentlemen. We we uh, we hope everyone has a great year. I hope uh, you know. We hope uh, you know. Let's turn. Let's let's all get together and turn this shit around. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated. Get Prep vaccinated. For oh. Two weeks. All over. All yes. Over. Get back. So that way we can all we can all go to the movies yeah, right. together and we can watch things together right. and enjoy right. things. So yeah. Get more content. Yeah, I can. You know, it's you know, it's it. You know, I'm lucky to be home with the the, the boy, but you know, I do miss classroom. You know, and it's nice if I so I can get the uh, vaccination to get in front of the classroom, get back to those kids. You know. But all right, everybody, that was 2020. We we love all of our listeners dearly, and and uh, hug your family, and we'll we'll uh, we'll see you when we talk about Wonder Woman. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Not All Pods. Visit us on our website at notallpodcastwearcapes.com. and send us an email notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.